the Bengaluru Commute Podcast. Powered by Spooler. Welcome to the Bengaluru Commute Podcast, your only companion on the streets of Bengaluru. Bengaluru Local News. Here are the top stories of the week that went by. Karnataka Deputy CMD Keshiv Kumar stated that the state has petitioned the CWMA for a review of its water release order to Tamil Nadu. The government is preparing for the Mekidatu Reservoir project, citing water scarcity in the Kaveri Basin despite recent rains. Regarding potential Supreme Court action, he emphasized a step-by-step approach for effective legal proceedings. When asked about a distress water-sharing formula, he suggested discussing it after the current year concludes. In other headlines, Karnataka Minister M.B. Patil met with semiconductor equipment maker Applied Materials to discuss establishing an innovation centre of excellence and R&D lab at Whitefield. The company sought government support and expedited pre-construction approvals. They also emphasised the importance of chemicals for the semiconductor industry and ease of business. Applied Materials recently announced a USD 400 million investment over four years to establish an engineering centre in Bengaluru. In some more news, the CBI has filed an FIR against unidentified officials of Karnataka State Open University, alleging the misappropriation of over Rs 300 crores in its collaborative institution program. The FIR claims KSOU extended its collaborative institutions nationwide and overseas. Following this, the university's board of directors referred the matter to the CBI, which received state government approval to investigate the alleged misappropriation of fees collected from 2009 to 10 to 2015-16. to 16. Up next in Bengaluru, a unique bus stop installation named Ali Sarona Bus Stop was unveiled to address the transportation needs of women in the informal sector. Created by over 200 female tailors, domestic workers and small shop owners, it serves areas with limited access to bus stops. The project aims to raise awareness about public transport infrastructure, participatory governance and climate mitigation. The installation showcases community engagement efforts and advocates for improved bus stop quality. Now on to other news. Namayatri, in partnership with NGO Enable India, introduced purple rides for inclusive and disability-friendly auto rickshaw trips. The Namayatri app now allows users to identify as persons with disabilities. A special assistance prompt is available, covering visual, hearing and locomotor impairments, as well as an option for unlisted disabilities or senior citizens needing aid. Assigned drivers are notified to provide extra support throughout the ride. Moving on, the Karnataka Housing Board plans a 65-acre integrated township near Kempegarda International Airport with both residential and commercial complexes. Housing Minister Khan announced the project, highlighting that 65 acres are already available out of 95.23 in Chikkajala, Minukunte village. The venture is a 50-50 collaboration between KHB and landowners. The estimated cost is Rs 850 crores, with farmers consenting to provide 43 acres. The board and Participates acquiring the remaining land and aims to proceed with tenders after government approval. Meanwhile, Larson and Tubro has won a contract for a 9.7 million square feet residential township in Bengaluru, classified as a large project valued between rupees 2,500 to 5,000 crores. The development encompasses 3,627 apartments across 19 towers. LNT also secured orders for commercial towers in Hyderabad. Additionally, the company recently secured a rupees 2,500 crore contract for a power project in West Bengal and the Dahisar Bhayandar Bridge project in Mumbai worth up to rupees 5,000 crores. 
On a different note, Tata Alexi and the Indian Institute of Science Bengaluru are collaborating on an automotive cybersecurity solution focusing on network security for connected vehicles. The partnership aims to address challenges arising from complex in-vehicle sensor networks and software applications. Tata Alexi's expertise in AI and ML will complement IISC's research capabilities, particularly in intrusion detection and prevention of security threats. Manoj Raghavan, CEO of Tata Alexi, emphasized the importance of cybersecurity in modern vehicles. National News. Moving on to the national news, the BJP has formed 14 committees to oversee activities in Telangana for the upcoming elections. Notably, leaders like Komati Reddy, Rajagopal Reddy and M. Vijaya Shanti, who had distanced themselves from party events, were assigned significant roles. Reddy chairs the screening committee for candidate selection, while Shanti leads the agitation committee. Dissenting leaders G. Vivek Venkataswamy and Konda Vishweshwar Reddy were also appointed to key positions. Meanwhile, in Sikkim, both government and private educational institutions will remain shut until October 15th due to severe weather conditions. This decision follows the Chief Minister's directive in light of flash floods in the Tista River Basin, which caused significant damage. 14 bodies have been recovered and 102 individuals, including 22 army personnel, are still missing after a cloudburst in North Sikkim. In more news, NewsClick Editor-in-Chief Prabir Purkayasta and HR Head Amit Chakravarti approached the Delhi High Court to quash the FIR filed by Delhi Police's special cell under the UAPA. They were accused of accepting money for pro-China content. Urging an urgent hearing, senior advocate Kapil Sibal emphasised illegal arrest. Purkayasta and Chakravarti were arrested on 3rd October and NewsClick's Delhi office was sealed. They have been accused of propagating pro-China views for monetary gain. Shifting our focus, in Madhya Pradesh's Morena district, over 100 residents in Gullakera village contracted dengue in the past two weeks. They claim inadequate treatment. Despite reporting the issue, no medical team visited for examination. Chief Medical and Health Officer Rakesh Sharma assured dispatch teams upon hearing from the media acknowledging dengue's prevalence in Morena. He intends to reprimand health officers for failing to inform him about the outbreak. In a general weather update for the country, according to new weather reports, the last month saw a record-breaking heat surge, surpassing its average by 0.5 degrees Celsius and pre-industrial levels by 1.75 degrees Celsius, marking an alarming indication of the intensifying climate crisis. The global mean temperature now stands at 0.52 degrees Celsius above the current average, with an unsettling 1.4 degrees Celsius above the pre-industrial benchmark. Scientists emphasize the peril of surpassing the 1.5 degrees Celsius threshold set by the pre-industrial era. International news. Turning our attention to international news, former US President Donald Trump is moving to dismiss the Capitol riot indictment, asserting presidential immunity for official acts. In a 46-page motion, Trump's lawyers argue for dropping the four-count indictment, citing constitutional provisions. They claim absolute immunity for acts within his official responsibilities, including statements and communications about the 2020 election. Trump, facing 91 counts across four indictments, could potentially face over 700 years in federal prison if convicted on all charges. 
In ongoing news, Typhoon Koinu, which means puppy in Japanese, is set to bring heavy rain and strong winds to southern China over the next three days. The storm has already caused one fatality and hundreds of injuries in Taiwan. China's National Meteorological Center warns of over 300 millimeters of rainfall in Guangdong province and has issued a yellow alert for strong winds. Boats have been suspended and tourists are advised to avoid beach resorts. In recent development, Iranian activist Nargis Mohammadi, a staunch advocate for women's rights and human freedoms, has been honoured with a Nobel Peace Prize in 2023. Despite enduring 13 arrests, 5 convictions and a total of 31 years in prison, Mohammadi remains resolute in her struggle. The Norwegian Nobel Committee lauded her courageous efforts. An early advocate for equality, Mohammadi's work with the Defenders of Human Rights Centre, founded by Nobel laureate Shirin Abadi, led to her imprisonment. In some other news, the Philippines has placed 42 airports on high alert, investigating potential bomb threats against commercial planes. The Civil Aviation Authority of the Philippines, CAAP, is implementing heightened security measures across all commercial airports. Alerts targeted flights to Cebu, Baikal, Davao and Palawan, with the CAAP currently verifying the warnings. Enhanced security measures are being enforced with patrols and canine units deployed at Manila's International Airport Terminal. Business news. Let's now look at some business stories. The Reserve Bank of India concluded its fifth monetary policy meeting of the year from October 4th to 6th. RBI Governor Shaktikanta Das announced the unanimous decision to maintain the policy repo rate at 6.5%. Other key points include unchanged interest rates, an emphasis on continuing the fight against inflation and maintaining GDP growth forecasts. Additionally, the RBI may consider open market operation sales of government securities to manage liquidity. In more business news, Dinesh Kara, the chairperson of India's largest lender, State Bank of India, had his tenure extended until August next year, sources revealed. Kara, who assumed the role on October 7, 2020, will continue until he reaches the age of 63, following SBI's norms. The government is expected to release an official order soon. Both India's finance ministry and SBI declined immediate comment. Next up, in some tech news, ChatGPT owner OpenAI is reportedly considering developing its own AI chips, potentially through acquisition, sources familiar with the matter revealed. While the decision hasn't been finalised, internal discussions have revolved around addressing the shortage of costly AI chips the company relies on. Options include in-house chip development and diversifying suppliers. CEO Sam Altman emphasised acquiring more AI chips as a key priority, citing a scarcity of graphics processing units. Moving on, Sun Pharmaceutical Industries announced that the US FDA has accepted the new drug application for duroxolitinib, a potential oral treatment for moderate to severe alopecia areata in adults. The application involves the 8mg twice-daily regimen. The filing is based on two pivotal phase 3 trials involving over 1,200 patients across 135-plus clinical trial sites. Sun Pharma CEO of North American Business, Abe Gandhi, expressed hope that duroxolitinib Duroxolitinib could offer a significant treatment option for those dealing with alopecia areata. 
In market news, the Sensex surged 405.12 points or 0.62%, reaching 66,036.39, while the Nifty rose by 117 points or 0.60% to stand at 19,662.80. Among the listed shares, 2001 saw an increase, 1,116 experienced a decline and 98 remained unchanged. Following the RBI's decision to maintain the repo rate at 6.5% in its latest monetary policy meeting, the Indian rupee experienced a modest appreciation. Entertainment news. Over to news from the entertainment world. Director Atlee, speaking at a conclave in Mumbai, addressed Shah Rukh Khan's viral voting monologue in Javan. He clarified it wasn't anti-establishment, but an expression of common sentiment. Atlee emphasized the need for responsible entertainment and imparting real issues through films. Javan, produced by Gauri Khan and Gaurav Verma, features Shah Rukh Khan in a dual role, tackling corruption starring alongside Nayantara, Vijay Setupati and Priyamani. In news from Hollywood, Taylor Swift's concert film, Taylor Swift The Era's Tour, is making waves at the box office, grossing over $100 million in advance tickets globally, according to AMC Theatres. The film, set to open in nearly 8,500 theatres across 100 countries, runs for 2 hours and 45 minutes. It's scheduled for release on October 13th, a significant date as 13 is the singer's lucky number. The release date was adjusted to avoid a clash with another film. Meanwhile, in some news from regional cinema, director Koratala Shiva announced that Junior NTR's film Devara will be released in two parts due to its expansive story and characters. The movie, with a budget of approximately 300 crore rupees, features Bollywood star Saif Ali Khan as the antagonist and Janvi Kapoor in a key role. Part 1 is scheduled for release on April 5, 2024. The film also stars Prakash Raj, Jisoo Sengupta, Shrikant, Nareen and Murli Sharma. In sports news, India faces a setback as opener Shubman Gill, in top form, tests positive for dengue, likely missing the ICC World Cup 2023 opener against Australia on October 8. His absence could impact India's performance against the formidable Australian side. Given dengue's recovery period, Gill might also miss the match against Afghanistan. The team aims for his full fitness ahead of the crucial tie against Pakistan in Ahmedabad. In more sports updates, HS Pranoy's stellar Asian Games run ended with a straight game loss to China's Li Shi Feng in the semi-finals. Despite a historic bronze, it's India's first medal in 41 years in men's singles badminton. Earlier, Satvik Sairaj, Ranki Reddy and Chirag Shetty secured a spot in the men's double semis. In the team event, India took silver with Pranoy sidelined due to injury. Pranoy gave a tough fight to the reigning All-England champion Shi Feng. Wrapping up sports news, India's recurve archery team of Ankita Bhakat, Simranjit Kaur and Bhajan Kaur clinched a historic bronze at the Asian Games, ending a 13-year-long medal drought in the category. Defeating Vietnam, the unheralded trio secured victory with a 6-2 score, 56-52, 55-56, 57-50, 51-48. This marks India's seventh medal in archery at the Games, with previous goals in compound and mixed categories. The last recurve archery medal for India was in 2010. Buzz. Switching gears to local events, there are many events ongoing and upcoming in Bengaluru this week. Get ready for Blend Bazaar 2023. Presented by Blend Community, this exclusive event features artists like Liz Stories, Sidhe Moth and Garbaz, along with captivating book readings and a unique shopping experience. Happening at Bharatiya Mall, Tanisandra Main Road on October 7th and 8th at 8pm. 
catch Ace Comics, Dhirendra Srivastava and Srivan Srivastava in their latest stand-up special, Manager vs. Employee, a tech roast show, performing live at the Ministry of Comedy, Koromangla 4th Block on the 8th of October at 6pm. Attention all pet lovers, Hilton Hotel invites you and your furry friends to a day of pure joy and relaxation with the Pet Sundowner Extravaganza. Plus, complimentary pet health checkups and a fun photo booth await. Happening at the Hilton Embassy Golf Links, Domlur on the 8th of October at 5pm. Join a beginner's art class with the exclusive Texture Art Workshop conducted by ACE Art Experts at Studio Chavi Belandur on the 7th of October at 1pm. You can also catch the insanely funny Piyush Sharma in his latest outing performing live at Just Bangalore Brigade Road on the 8th of October at 5.30pm. Podcast to listen to over the weekend. If traveling to new places is your thing, then check out the latest episodes of Meri Dunya with Veera as she travels around the country exploring new places, experiencing different cultures, and quite literally taking listeners on a soulful ride. Check out the incredible Off Air with J Man podcast where he interacts with artists, comics, and creators across the globe. You can also listen to the latest episodes of The Flight Path with Arlok, where host Arlok talks to experts and gives you a closer look into the global aviation business. Bengaluru weather. And finally, the weather in Bengaluru. Over the weekend, Bengaluru will experience partly cloudy weather. Temperatures will range from a warm 30 degrees Celsius to a comfortable 21 degrees Celsius. The maximum heat index, considering humidity, is forecasted to a warm 33 degrees Celsius. Note that heat index values are calculated for shaded areas with light wind conditions. That's all for now on the Bengaluru Commute Podcast for today. I'm Anupama Rajaratnam. The Bengaluru Commute Podcast. Powered by Spooler.